girls out of town Light me up and I'll buy you around Trading shots in the parking lot Man, I smile at the sound When the skyline shines, the dreams we find Are closing in not too far behind Spirits flow, we speak slow Cause everybody knows, baby, I'm home This cast is part of the Geek Media, www.thegeekmedia.com. How you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast. This is episode 35 brought to you on a certain day. Brought to you on the 17th of September. It's a Monday night. It's 2007. I'm your host, James, and this is Nobody's Listening Podcast, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the the theme. And uh, I am your host, James. I've said that already, but I am joined by several guest hosts, and I'm bringing them in now. How are you guys doing? Several implies seven. There's only two of us. No, I thought several was four. A few okay. is three, a couple is two, and one is one. So anyway, <laughs> these guys are, this is Josh. Say hi, Josh. Hey. And Dago, that's his name, believe it or not. Believe it or not, hey. And uh, these guys are from Secret Sobriety, a band that they share with a previous guest host that you might remember called Rockstar Paul. He couldn't be Uh-oh. with us tonight, so we got these two guys on instead. And uh, I'm excited about it. I'm glad you guys are here. Dude, this is awesome. It's fantastic. The pleasure is all mine, believe me. And mine. And his. Wow. Good way to leave him out of it. You should have said the pleasure is all ours. Your band, ours? Your band's going to break up within six months. I got a feeling. James, I'm used to it, dude. Don't worry about it. It's all about me. Anyway, really. why don't you guys, before we get started with our weekly updates, tell them a little bit about your band and where they can find you on the internets. Go for it, dude. Well, the uh, band's called Secret Sobriety. We're out of uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Stalkers. Yep. Uh, we, stalkers? Oh, yeah. But that means they can come see us. Unless they're And girls. we like stalkers yeah. to come to our shows. Girl, okay. girl stalkers, preferably, please. Um, but, yeah, you can check us out at www.secretsobriety.com or uh, myspace backslash secret sobriety. And uh, we just threw up a new song a couple weeks ago called Valley Nights that we're trying to push, and everybody's loving it so far, so it's working out well. Well, you guys don't have any downloadable content on your website anymore, and I've been very sad about that. Is there any, yeah. Is there any way that I could help you by maybe just getting one song that I could put on my website so folks could download if they if they listen to the show? Yeah, you know what? We can definitely do that. Okay. We're getting greedy, James. That's, yeah. that's why. We can either send you a demo or... Download the one off MySpace. Well, I tell you, I tell you what, send me one and at least let me play thirty to forty seconds of it in the show sometime, so that people can get a feel for who you are. Because you guys send me all your songs, but um, I I don't know that I have permission to share them. If you guys are getting hungry, then uh, <laughs> I understand though. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I, I know I'd Josh like lost a lot of weight, and I thought it was because he was disciplined. But apparently, 
It's because you guys are poor. So yeah, that, that's, that's the there's story. A, there's an old song about every time you buy an artist's uh, music, you buy them a hamburger. Ah. And and really, we need hamburgers. You buy them gold plated rims is what you buy them. But anyway, it's time for the weekly updates. What's been going on? Here's your weekly update. It's my All right, you know what time it is. It's time for Weekly Updates, and where we give you a little funny, crazy, stupid, embarrassing, or very annoying thing that happened to us in the past seven days. So, guys, you're the guest host. Why don't you go first? Got one, dude. Embarrassing things that's happened in the last seven days. Yeah, or anything, Hmm. really. It doesn't have to be embarrassing. I'll let you go first while I think one up. All right. Review my last seven days. I've I've got this one. I've I've been thinking about it for a long time, and... uh, I pretty much the biggest uh, in, bit of news in my life, James, is I will be going to a overseas um, come November, the end mm-hmm. of November. I'm going to uh, Germany, ah. uh, land of the Führer, and uh, and so I, as many of you know, or many, many people that know me know, I I'm a huge Bruce Springsteen fan, and so. I was online the other day and I saw that, that Bruce Springsteen is coming out with a new album and new albums mean new tours and so I checked online to see if I can get a ticket um, while he's playing in Germany and I did. Um, so I purchased the ticket online and used my credit card. Now, I what happened was I learned the huge difference between Euro and Pounds. Ah. Yeah. Um, so what I, is I thought, the difference? Well, what do you? What, what's uh, the actual? A, a pound is a lot more than a euro, I believe. You, you a just euro gave is away about my story. Thank you. Dollar twenty-seven. <laughs> as a Not euro. Glad. nobody knows. Nobody. Cares. Anyway, now now I'll finish it. <laughs> no, no. So I I purchased it at two hundred and twenty uh, euro, and uh, and so I, I I checked my credit card. And, and well, I did the online converter thing, and, and it said that 220 euro uh, uh, translates into 300 U.S. dollars. And that's for the ticket? Dude, that, okay, I know. Everyone is like, dude, you're crazy. But I, if anyone knows I mean, me, they're like, where are you I, sitting? In his nose? I mean, dude, what the I, hell? <laughs> I'm standing. I'm all, like, I'm standing. God knows there's a lot of seating in that nose. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm asking. There, there's at least two seats. I've heard it from everyone. They're like, you're crazy. They're blessed that. people, right? The Jewish, the Jewish yes, race are they blessed are. people. Anyway, so <laughs> I, I checked my credit card like four days later, and oh, and I noticed, um, I noticed that uh, the the amount is not three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a lot more. Uh, it is uh, and so uh, f- about five hundred dollars. Uh, and I was what I was looking at was two hundred and twenty pounds. Not 220 euros. Okay, so I, you I, know what? At this point, none of that is matters. What matters is that you would spend any kind of hundreds <laughs> on any kind of ticket. What the heck? <laughs> Dude, I know. I'm getting it from my parents. Like, you are wasting... I'm, I'm just, I love the guy. I love I mean, what music. are the Germans paying over there? I mean, are, are you the... Is it just an you know, American markup? They're, or, or, they're is, standing in bread lines, but they're going to go see Springsteen. For $300? I mean, my gosh. Actually, I heard of um, some German families are... Uh, are selling their youngest children uh, to to get tickets. To no, go see, to the that's show. that's supposed to be funny. I want to know the truth. <laughs> 
Why are you spending this money? Why does it cost this much? Where because is this in heaven? I will. I, mean, I will tell you. No, it's in Mannheim, Germany, and I will tell you why. It's because Bruce Springsteen is is quite simply amazing, and and his show live shows. I know, don't look at me like I that. wouldn't pay that much I to know, see Jesus, but I I'm spending that much money because it will make. It will make me very happy. Let's just put it that. James, do you care about my happiness? Yes. Ah, uh, dude. Ah. Uh, James, if I James, knew you if just it, had money to throw away, I would have charged you to be a co-host. <laughs> no, James, I have a question for you really quick. Buy us a hamburger. Yeah, buy us a hamburger. <laughs> James, I have a question for you. Um, when, when the Nintendo Wii came out... <clears throat> yeah, I stood in line how, all night. Yeah, I sure how did. Much, how, much, how much money did, did you spend on, on that, roughly? About $250. I heard different. I heard you spent around four hundred. No way. That is a lie. I, I thought that that's what they were. Like that's no. how much they cost. No, the Wii is the cheapest of all three next gen consoles. Two hundred dollars now. Well, then it's that about, means that I'm half the man that you are. But I got to take the Wii home. I got <laughs> to take it home. I get to play with it and listen to it and interact with it anytime I want. You're not buying Bruce Springsteen, even though you should be at that price. <laughs> Hey, who's that Silotheus kid? In the chat room? Yeah. What's the deal? What's he doing? Well, I don't know. I just like his shirt. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so that's my weekly update, whether you like it or not. No, I... I <laughs> you're going. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I just am confounded by it. And right, if if you're confounded by it out there, uh, listener, you can email in and I'll draw you a picture. Um, but, Dago, <laughs> do you have a weekly update? Well, I'm, I'm giving you a story. It's actually seven and a half days old. That's fine. So that's fine. Does that still count within the week? Yeah, um, The Chinese calendar is what I go by. So okay, that's cool. Anyway, uh, well, I was mountain biking last Sunday, and uh, first time in a long time that I've been mountain biking. And I go with my friend, and he's a he's an avid mountain biker. He goes up three, four times a week. So I'm trying to keep up with him on the downhill. And I'm completely out of control. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> at, which, at which point, I'm going down about Mach 10, Mach 11, if there is such a thing. And uh, <laughs> and I pass this guy that's running running the trail in front of me. And as I pass him, you know, I'm, I'm totally He was only doing about Mach 3. So yeah. He was doing about Mach 3. Yeah, he was running fast, though. But, uh, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, sweet, I'll hit this jump, like, right next to him and totally look sweet. <laughs> and <laughs> as as I'm also completely out of control, but I hit this thing and I come down on the other side, land all right. But I come down on the other side and realize that I've got about oh three feet <laughs> to, to maneuver my bike in between three big rocks. <laughs> At which point, I just go front wheel right into one of these rocks, oh. completely end over, like, end over end, right over my handlebars. But I land amazingly soft. <laughs> Somehow, and I'm like, I'm totally okay, stoked. What, I'm like, what hit the ground what? first, though? I mean, to land um, amazingly soft, because well, you are a very skinny I, person. There are no amazingly soft parts of your body. Thing is, I realized about three days later that it was my hip, but uh, oh. <laughs> at the time, amazingly soft. And I'm thinking, okay, I went from looking like you know professional mountain biker just went off this jump to like daredevil, you know, you know stunt man just wrecked but I'm cool you know <laughs> cool with it I'm cool that I wrecked and I'm okay <laughs> at which point he goes man that was a wreck and are you okay and he goes to give me a help up and I'm like yeah I'm fine but I'm facing uphill at this point 
and as I try and sit up, I'm facing uphill, so my legs just go right back over my head. And I just did another, like, one and a half somersaults back down, which at that point there was just no, like, I tried to do a ta-da dismount thing, and it, it, uh, pretty much there was no salvaging any kind of dignity at that point. I wasn't the professional mountain biker that went off the jump. I wasn't the dare- daredevil tough guy that you know, didn't get hurt in the wreck. I was the guy rolling down the hill trying not to look like a retard. But that's my that's my weekly update. That's an awesome my story and I'm sticking to it. You didn't tell me that. That's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. Anything you with involving pain with you, yeah, you should let me know. So did yeah. I did I miss something? Did uh uh did you did your friend stop for you? I mean was there Oh no, he was he was <laughs> he was taken off, man. I was trying to keep up. He's good. Did, what about the jogger? Did he stop to help you? Did he comment? Uh, there... He tried, but by the time I rolled, <laughs> I was I was another six feet down the hill, and at that point, I, I just figured I'll get up on my own accord. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, man. Yeah. If he tried, the he best part is that right as I end the trail, he's he's ending too, and uh, he's parked right next to us as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I and uh, totally like my friend didn't see it because he was so far ahead and he was like, dude, you kept up great, you were doing great, and the guy just kind of like looks over at me, he's like, yeah, he did, <laughs> but uh, dude, yep. at least it wasn't a girl. That's all I have to say. That is a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I keep forgetting you guys are are into the girl thing. You know, I. <laughs> We try and we try and as opposed to well, to me, I don't ever think that way because I've been married for eleven and a half years or so, and so yeah. it's like I don't care. I'm gender neutral. I don't want to be embarrassed in front of anyone. So <laughs> it's like at this point, I I just don't. I I want peace at all costs. I don't want to embarrass myself in front of a dude or or a, a young lady. So I almost said chick, but that would be offensive. Uh, okay, it's my turn. I have several, and 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 I think it's to make up for the bad one that I had last week when I had Scott Johnson on. Scott Johnson's all like, "Dude, I had an emo kid I waited on," and mine's like, "I lost my keys," and so, <laughs> and I found them. But, and that's funny on the show where you know thirteen hundred people are going to download it for the first time. Boy, I'm funny. Um, but anyway. I got I found lastfm.com this week and if you guys have never heard about that what that is is it's a social uh website what isn't these days um but you can it syncs up with your iTunes and tells everybody what you've been listening to and um and then you know it automatically connects you with people that like stuff like you do and then you can find out what they like and maybe you can find more music long story short um I didn't realize what my top listened to songs were Apparently, um, Last FM has helped me realize, and also has helped everybody that listens to Nobody's Listening realize that I really have a thing for Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this. I mean, I have her on my on my iPod, but um, I stinking love "Isn't She Lucky," and I love. Uh, hit me baby one more time i just have a soft spot in my heart for those songs not necessarily a person i'm not that kid on myspace <laughs> with the blonde hair that's like leave britney alone or i'm gonna kill myself um <laughs> uh but yeah i do like those songs and then also i <laughs> the next thing in the line is high school musical soundtrack so i am the coolest guy on the freaking internet right now because i'm listening to uh soaring flying 
I'm listening to Troy Bolton and Gabrielle Montez constantly, and I, I would I would love to tell everybody that's listening that that's because my two and a half year old daughter begs for musical every time we get in the car. But I got to say, I I also am a fan of a couple of the songs on the movie. Okay, you just have to accept me and love me as I am. James, what? James, um, I can't talk to you anymore. All right. Well, anyway, as we're going on with the show. <laughs> Now the other thing is Redbox. Do you guys have Redboxes out there? The the video rental thing for a dollar. Yeah, they're amazing. They are. I want to buy stock in the company. I love them. I love them. I love them until this week, because I lost my stinking movie. I lost oh. it. Yeah. And here's what they do. If you obviously everybody that's not familiar with Redbox, they are these big giant vending machines for DVDs. In a nutshell, you can get online and rent, and then go pick them up. And all you need is a credit card, and to be over eighteen, it's great. Um, I, you rent it; it's a dollar a night. You can keep it forever. But after twenty five nights, if you don't return it, you bought the the DVD. Okay, I understand that. I'm never going to keep it for that long. I will take it back. Whatever. I rented this stupid movie. I hated it. And I lost it. And so now I am going to get paid. I'm going to what, – what they do, you'd think you could call. And you'd think you'd be able to say, hey, I lost it. And they would say, oh, we, we value you as a customer, so we'll go ahead and stop billing you now. But no, no. What they're going to do is they're going to go ahead and charge me the full 25 bucks. And I bought – and I don't even have the dumb movie to – I'm like, I could go to Walmart and buy this thing three for $9 out of the bargain bin, you know. But now I'm going to – yeah, exactly. I'm going to be paying $25 for this stupid movie and I don't even get to keep it so I could torture myself with it again. So uh, – What movie was it, James? I'd rather not say. It was that bad. It wasn't like bad morally. It was just a stupid movie. So it had something to do with some people getting killed and some gangsters. And it was just really dumb. So yeah. you know, it wasn't dude where's my car? I've never seen that one. So But uh the only other thing I could think of is me and my daughter were alone this weekend because my wife went out of town on a little trip and my daughter's two and a half and we, we did a lot of cool stuff together, just mom, uh daddy and, and daughter time and we went to a pizza place here in the Kansas City area and the waiter you know, you always wish the waiter would be up front with you and tell you when things are going to take a long time, but it, it's not what you would imagine it being. He came and he, he he greets us, he takes our drink order, and he just says right off the top, says, it's going to be great if you guys can just give me uh, some time to be late with your drinks, okay? Because tonight I'm really bushed, I'm really uh, just totally over the top, I've got this whole section to myself, and if you guys could just be patient with me. In other words, what he was saying is, hi, welcome to my restaurant, you're going to get bad service tonight. Wow. And so everything did take forever. It took forever to get the drinks, which was completely in his control. Yeah, because I don't blame a waiter when the food takes a long time, but when the, the drinks do, it's his fault. And then the food took forever. It took forever to get uh, anything. And then when he finally broke the broke, ah, brought the check back, you know, what do they always say? You know, I'm not trying to rush you. Go ahead and take your time on this. And I just looked up at him and I said, you know, it, it's going to be it's going to be great if you can just go ahead and be prepared to wait for this. If you can just take, you know, give me some time. It's going to be awesome. I, I've, I've got to clean up my daughter. I've got I'm really I got this whole table to take care of. And uh, okay, the truth is, I didn't say any of that, but I w- I oh. wanted to. I really did. I it was one of those moments where I thought of it. I wanted to say it, but I was like, dude, 
I can't do it because he really did look stressed. You know, he, <laughs> he's he's thirty five. He's serving pizza. I need to be nice to him. You know, I look stressed. <laughs> Cut me some slack, man. <laughs> but I can't stressed. see you guys. I can't see you guys on stick cam, so I don't know if you're stressed or not. Oh. So anyway, I look good though. Still, see the, the thing is, man, is is that whole. Uh, uh, if you could just give me some time, that that that's re- like relieving his guilty conscience. Exactly, so he, he can just go. Oh, I, I don't have to worry about them because I already told them, yeah. you know, that I will be with them. That's that's retarded. It's just this fat guy and his daughter. Who cares? Who cares about you? What did you come to eat pizza for anyway? You, you, you pervert! You're here on a date with a little girl. What's the deal? You know. So exactly. Anyway, all right. It's time for something else. It's the featured story. Is that Cold War Kids? Yes, it is. Freaking love that band. <laughs> Thank you. So does NL Cast, and so do all of us. All right, it's time for the featured story, and since you guys are the featured guests, it's your story. So you talked to me earlier. You said, "Do we tell one big story? Do we tell two small stories? What's the deal, guys?" Two small ones? Two small ones? Yeah, we'll do two small ones. Okay, go two for small. it. Who's first? Age before beauty. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. Uh, and who's this speaking? Story in, is this, this Dago? Is Dago. Okay, I'm making sure. Some people get confused about voices. I'm the inebriated sound of I'm voice. I'm the inebriated sound of voice. <laughs> well, the name like I secret can't sobriety. Help people. It's like I'm nasally, and it's, I, I don't know. It's like I'm nasally, but, but. people. <laughs> anyway, my echo. Okay. <laughs> the one time he doesn't do it. Well, that's all the time <laughs> anyway. we have today, folks. Thank you for checking in with us. We'll see you next hey, week. Hey, Bye. I'm setting it up. I'm setting it up. All right. So here's the setting. It's me and my good friend, Paul Sopke, stalkers. Um, <laughs> yeah, Paul Sopke, which I, you've met Paul Sopke, correct? Who, me? Yeah. Well, is he your bass player? No, Paul Sopke. Tall Paul from uh, Phoenix. I'm no. pretty sure you met him out there. Anyway, he's a pretty free-spirited uh, character. Okay, but he's a, he's a he's a good old boy. He's about six four, six five. Mm-hmm. You know, two thirty from Indiana. He's got a thick accent. Well, uh, <laughs> me and wait. him decided me and him decided in Phoenix that we were going to go uh, go swimming at this hotel, and uh, we picked the five stars, of course, because we like to relax in luxury. For real? And uh, <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. Besides, we don't bring our own towels. Oh, That's how uh, we I understand. It was either that or or a concert with the boss. I understand. Yeah, but you chose was, wisely, son. You did. Yeah, five star <laughs> hotel swimming, the freeway, and um, so we're in the hotel, and before we go swimming, we're just kind of walking and we're talking. We're you know talking about life, love, and love lost. You know all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're leaning over the balcony, and as we're leaning over the balcony, uh, one of the security people comes up to us and he's you know he just says well are you guys guests here and i'm i'm just gonna say we probably did stand out somewhat paul Sofke was wearing his classic squeal like a pig boy shirt <laughs> <laughs> that's actually homemade just drawn on with magic marker <laughs> it says squeal like a pig boy oh wow and, yeah um so i think we did stand out a little bit in the environment but as he, you know, as this guy approaches us, I'm just kind of like, you know what, man, we're just talking. We haven't even gotten in the pool yet. Let's just, you know, we'll just leave, you know. 
And so he asks us, are you guys guests here? And I'm just thinking, uh, you know, I start walking that other direction right off, and Paul Saki just pipes right up. Yes, we are. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I guess we are. So I turn back around and uh, decide I'm going to have to go with this right now. Oh, boy. And uh, at that point, the guy goes, well, really, uh, what's your name? He's like, well, actually, it's not uh, us who's staying here. It's my daddy. <laughs> and he goes, really, what's your, uh, what's your daddy's name? He goes, oh, uh, John. John Smith. <laughs> and at that point, I'm just kind of like half tugging on his shirt. Come on, man, let's go before we end up arrested. Well, uh, he goes, really? Uh, well, I'll call that one in. Stay right here while I call that one in. And he's calling down there. Oh. And, uh, and sure enough, at that point, he turns his head to talk on the walkie-talkie. And Paul grabs me by the shirt and just starts taking off running. <laughs> what else can you do, you know? Well, it, the only problem is that this place is set up like, you know, the labyrinth. It is, I mean, we're in the middle, and it is seriously the labyrinth. And I'm going, Paul, we can't, I start yelling, I'm like, Paul, we can't run. We don't know where we're going. <laughs> and right as I finish that phrase, dead end, end of the hall. Uh. And security guy casually walking around the corner, just going, "What was that about, guys?" <laughs> At which he wasn't point, even running. He knew. He knew he oh, had yeah. you. He, he knew it he before knew he, he even came to talk to you. What you were gonna do? Yeah, they train those the guys gate- so well. He's the <laughs> gatekeeper of the labyrinth. He knew right where we were going, oh. but. Uh, at that point, he goes, uh, "Why were you running if you, your guests here?" And. Uh, Paul goes, well, I knew you weren't going to get them because they ain't in the room. (laughs) He just can't let it go, can he? Oh, yeah. Just will not let it go. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, well, uh, well, where are they? He's like, they're down at the bar getting drunk. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, classy, very classy, but all right. And at that point, he goes, well, we'll we'll just walk down there to the bar and we'll, you know, we'll have a talk with them. And it's, he starts escorting us down to the bar. And uh, right when we get close, <laughs> right when we get close to the bar, Paul Saki just points at some people through the window and goes, there they are. <laughs> at which point, Paul decides to grab me again and start running. And then we run down another dead end. <laughs> we didn't get very far that time because we were right at a gate. But And he goes, uh, you guys trying to run again? And Paul goes, no, man, I just I just didn't want to get in trouble by my parents because they like to have the drinks alone. At that point... God, he's he, not even a good liar. That's the part. It's that awful. It gets worse, too. It gets absolutely worse because he starts going, you know what, you're not a guest here. You know, I'm going to escort you off the property. If you give me any more trouble, I'm going to call the police and I have every right to have you arrested. And I'm like, man, you know, that. thank you. Thank you for uh, making us run and do all that. And at that point, Paul Saki goes, what's your name? <laughs> and the guy's name is uh, Sean Seen. He's like a Filipino guy. His last name is Seen. Okay. And Paul Saki gets right in his face and goes, well, I seen you. <laughs> and he follows that up with, and my daddy's going to be awful upset. 
And then he goes, and if it's one thing my daddy ever taught me is that money overrides everything, <laughs> and my daddy's rich. <laughs> and, That's so random. And, then, and he start, we start, he starts escorting us out, and the whole way, Paul is just giving him, you know, my daddy's rich, he's going to have your job, oh, you just wait. <laughs> then he tells the guy, oh, and you don't think we'll be back, we're going to go get some beers and we'll be back. And we don't drink. <laughs> we don't drink. And I'm just like, we're going to go get some beers? Okay, Indiana boy. <laughs> Five-star resort. All right, whatever. We're out drinking against the truck on the mountainside. Anyway, um, so at that point, we finally get far enough away, and Paul Sofke decides to yell one last time, we're going to have your job. <laughs> just classy. Just absolutely classy. And then... Feels free to lay rubber in the parking lot oh, oh to gosh. show his uh, to show how furious he was. That this, we were forced I just to want to make it clear: your story stresses me out. Oh yeah, I'm laughing yeah. off and on because you know there are parts that are funny to me, but um, a big part of it is I'm stressed out because as soon if it's me, I'm standing up there. Wait, you guys were not guests. Am I clear on that? You weren't guests at oh, this yeah, hotel. You're very clear. We okay. were going to hop. First of all, I wouldn't even be there. Secondly, mm-hmm. if I was and I got asked, I would wither like a Walmart rose and <laughs> and just be like, whatever you want, Mr. Scene, I'm sorry. And then this guy, and which is basically what you were about to do. You were running. This guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I'm on Walmart rose. Thank you. <laughs> what now? Did this guy really have that accent? I mean, was that. Was that oh, authentic? You know what? You, he'll have to call into your. I'll get him on the line next time. Yeah, do, do that. Podcast. He's got a thick accent. Have him call Love in. Love to death, but he's a big old Indiana boy. There's no mistake in it. And he had no fear. I mean, oh no fear, none whatsoever. This is a guy that rode on top of my truck, though. I mean, <laughs> he he decided to play Wolfman, you know, Team Wolf on the top of my truck at like 40 miles an hour. Wow. He doesn't have much fear at all. See, guys and girls, what you're seeing here is you're seeing a peak in the life of the rock star lifestyle. Party Like a Rock Star has become a very popular song, a very popular thing to think about and try to emulate, but really it's just the same crap that you're doing in middle school. Okay. Exactly. So you're just getting in trouble, getting yelled at, and uh, sneaking into five-star hotels. Uh, well, thank you for that story. That was that was definitely eye-opening and stressful for me, if not hilariously funny. Josh, your turn. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right on. I'll, I'll uh, make this as quick as possible. Uh, my my father was a pastor of a uh, a church uh, when right. I was I growing up. That. Yeah. Yes, I am. I am an official PK. Got the got the card and everything. Uh, he uh, what, what? It, it, what, what? <laughs> so his uh, Represent? his church was represent represent hypocrisy. No, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, our church was about maybe you know 150 to 200 people. wasn't very big at all. And uh, it was about 85% Hispanic. And, mm. uh, and uh, we lived about an hour and 10 minutes away from the church. And this is all information you'll need to know. Yes. So, but the thing is, is that we never had our own building. We borrowed the building. We, we rented the building out from the Masons, which means that the church that we attended during the week was a Masonic temple. Yeah, I used to go now, to a church like that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> then, then you will. Well, no, you it will... was Knights of Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That that's a good one. They had a cool uh, logo on the wall. 
What's funny is that we would have to, so we would get in there on Sundays and on Wednesday nights, and we would have to de demasonify. I don't know if that's de demasonify it. False holy water, I'm guessing. Yes. Okay, I mean, what did they do? They, did they leave their little go karts out and their little fezes <laughs> and stuff? I mean, that's, that's the Shriners, dude. Well, the Masons are Shriners. Are they? I yeah, they're like what. they're like ultra ultra Masons. They're like the clowns of this of the shrining. No, they're like the they're, like the, they're like the secret. They're like for real. They're like the real <laughs> deals. They just <laughs> they just ride around on this. They see, I'm all we're all going to be killed for saying this, but yeah, they uh the, the 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 clown outfits or the you know and the the we help people walk. It's all a front. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, anyway, there were no go karts in the building. And but my grandpa it, was a mason, so you know I'm 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 sticking myself a brick out mason. There. A mason. A mason. He was a mason. We like to call him Bricky. <laughs> He's dead. Anyway, thanks. thanks. Thanks, there you go. Thank you for that. No, so anyway, we would have to clear out some stuff and make it, you know, Grandpa like an e Bricky. <laughs> evangelical church. Anyway, uh, so we would do that during the week. But the thing is, is that after every service, we would have to put it back the way it was. Now, they had like certain statues and just weird, really weird stuff that they would put up. And on top of that, there was this there was this sign, a neon sign, a yellow neon sign and up above, right above the pulpit. And it was in the, the shape of a G. I don't know why it was in the shape of a G, but I, I thought I used to say it meant God. And that when the light went on, that's whenever the presence of God was in the building. Yeah. But evidently, it's a G thing. It's a, oh wow. There you oh, go. Wow. That, that was good. That and so dry. anyway, well, as a kid. Oh boy. All right, hold on. To I don't know eight eight years old. Wait. What, what repeat. We skyped out for a minute. Just repeat. Oh, sorry. You, you know this. Kids from the ages of one to eight years old inside church, besides being – if they're not in Sunday school, what are they doing? What do kids mostly do during church? We we crawl around under the pews. Exactly. When we get tired of that, what do we do? We color and and I don't know. I drew on myself. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to the point. We fall asleep. Okay. Is, is the point. Kids fall asleep in church, and I was one of them. I would fall asleep all the time. And so one particular Sunday, I – I fell asleep. I, I was crawl, probably crawling underneath the pews, playing around, and I got tired. And uh, and my dad apparently wasn't bringing the word that night, so I, he didn't hold my attention. And and so I fell asleep. And I don't know I don't know how how much time passed by, but dude, all I know is that when I opened my eyes, it was pitch black. Oh my gosh! In the church, dude. I, I looked up, and here's the thing. The G, the neon G, had been turned on, but then it had been turned off. Okay. So you know how you could still see the glow, oh, so wow. to speak? Uh -huh. Dude, I, I wake up inside this Masonic temple that has just been restored to its original state by my parents. They can remember to do that, but they can't remember <laughs> to wake up kid. their child. <laughs> I wake up and the G is just glowing and I can see all of the statues around me just barely. Uh, and and needless to say there was a, a bright yellow spot in, in the carpet that we couldn't get out from then on because I peed myself. <laughs> Dude, I I was okay, but here's the deal. Okay, here's here's where it gets really scary. I was feeling around for a light switch. Okay, so 
as and the thing is, my parents live an hour and ten minutes away, so I'm thinking, how long? Because we used to, you know, all pack up in a van, and we would give people's rides to church. So I, they, for all they know, I'm just sitting in the back of the van somewhere, being quiet. Right. And so I'm like, how long have they been on the road? How long, you know, how long will it take for them to realize I'm not with them? And so I start feeling around, trying to feel around for a light switch, dude. I click on the neon G and. And so that brights up like the entire room and that freaks me out enough as it is. Right. And so that's the one light that I that I turn on. So needless to say, I run to the door and I start pounding on it. And dude, my dad right then just opened the door and they they'd been gone for like a, like a block down the road before they realized I wasn't in there. But uh, if any church kid, any pastor's kid out there knows the the, the scariest thing in the world is an empty besides dark hell. Yes, yes, it is, and uh, and yeah. So that that's that's that. It was horrifying. Okay, um, comments. Your parents forgot you. Yes, that's it, my it, comment. Your parents that, forgot you. They they did. I uh, when, who's clicking? <laughs> who's clicking? Uh, Stop clicking. I was gonna try and type something. Don't type. Listen, I shouldn't say your parents are old. Your dad's old. My dad's old. Oh, that's what? right. Your dad is old. Is oh, 80, that's 84? right. <laughs> I remember now. Well, that uh, that gives me some understanding. I mean, they're they're old folks, and and they're they got this little kid that was an accident, and yes, <laughs> and it's like they just want to go eat. They're trying exactly. to enjoy their golden years, and they've got this kid sleeping under a golden G. So. The uh, the best mistake my dad ever made. That's what that's, that's what he right. calls me. That's right, Dad Gummit. That's right. <laughs> uh, thank you for your stories, rock stars. It's uh, it's not often we get stories like that on the uh, on the podcast. So I'm sure somebody out there is gonna rem- have a story of their own. My only story about that is is like I was in school one time. I fell asleep in math class. I woke up in math class. But everything was different around me. All the other students were different. And I realized I had slept through the period into the next period through two bells, you know, probably three with a warning bell thrown in for good measure. And But I thought I could just pull it off by just staying there, you know, and just <laughs> try to just stay through the class. <laughs> but my teacher's like, James? I'm like, ah. Oh. She goes, aren't you in third period? And I'm like. Yeah, I guess so. And I just got up and laughed, and oh, it's just terrible. It's just horrifying. <laughs> That's great. Just I wish I could it. say I'd been a freshman, but I think it was my senior year. <laughs> college. It was yeah, because I went to college. I'm in college. Oh man. Anyway, thank you for the featured stories, boys and girls. We we thank you so much. It's hilarious. Um, what was I gonna say? Got a lot of people in the chat rooms today. Let's take a minute before we do news and email and mention some folks. We got Koichin, we got Selothilabaleth, we got Count of Monte Cristo in there. I liked your movie, dude. Uh, the new one, not the old one that was on V uh, for Vendetta. Grimmy's in there, Homeschool Nerd, Lauren's back, uh, Marbles, Nelly Man for the first time, Ratface, uh, aka Trevor from uh, the two episodes ago. And then, of Is course. Secret sobriety. What? Is he what? Is he the Canadian? Yeah, he's the Canadian guy that did the show a little while back. That guy was awesome, man. I especially loved how he kept saying a boot. Yeah. A boot. It was awesome. I'm going to take you to the loony bin, eh? The loony bin and a boot. <laughs> Up next, news E and female. 
It looks like I just want to take a moment and, and again, promote Secret Sobriety. That's who's with us today. We have two members of Secret Sobriety. It is Scott, uh, Scott, uh, Josh, and uh, and Dago. Yeah, I got Scott on the brain, apparently. Um, You can check them out on MySpace at www.myspace.com slash secret sobriety. That's spelled S-E-C-R-E-T-S-O-B-R-I-E-T-Y. And I'm sure you'll remember that when you get home after work or after school. And, uh, it's a play on words, really. <laughs> yeah, it, is it really? Yeah. How, how is like it? To... Tell me, ed- educate me. Secret society, secret sobriety. <clears throat> is that for real? I uh, never got that, ever. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was because you guys played in bars and you don't drink. That's I thought what... it was, you know what, I thought it was because you didn't go to college. <laughs> I just play drums. I, I don't know. I don't have any yeah. part in anything. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, um, the other thing is I wanted to give a little shout-out to a uh, podcast that I found out about uh, this week. It's uh, called Geek Cred Podcast. You can check them out on www.geekcred.com, and they cover a lot of geek-type stuff. And uh, we'll be playing their promo after the show. We do have some emails to read, guys. What we usually do is take turns reading these. So who wants to go first? We got one from Tom up at the top. So. Tom up at the top. Uh, there you go. Oh, there you go. What? You guys, well, wait, I'll go the ahead. Top and, of, I'll read the first. <laughs> I feel so insignificant right now. It's not. <sighs> who wants to read the first one? Okay, what are we reading here? I'll start off and give you guys. You guys look at emails. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's how the first one starts. All right. Last time we. It says, uh, "Thanks, James. You guys are, are so funny. I found you through the Geek News Media promo website." It says, "I'm going to share your shows with my mom. She's been battling cancer for the last year, and it's now in remission. Her doctor says she needs to laugh more to release endorphins or dolphins. I haven't figured out the spelling there." <laughs> Uh, she actually joined a laughing class, which was pretty stupid, if you can imagine. <laughs> and instead of listening to comedians, they just end up trying to laugh. <laughs> God, I can't imagine. That thing like would give you cancer. It's a joke in itself. Your show is just what she needs. I really like the recap song. Very original. Very fun in itself, Tom. Well, dude, that's awesome. The gospel of Kennison going out there changing lives again. We're, we're helping the deaf, and now we're helping those who had cancer. So or lack of endorphins. Hallelujah. Get that hallelujah. Get get those endorphins going, mom, Tom Mom. That's what your username should be if you log on to my website, Tom Mom. And mom, uh, Tom. yeah, get those or Tom Tom <laughs> Go. Um Tom. We got one from Jake. Who's gonna read that one? Somebody with you some know, really good phonics. I'll, I'll hooked on phonics work for me, so I'm gonna go ahead and do this. Go for uh, it. I, I now that I know where we're at. This is from Jake. Here's my story about the rainbow cover squirrels. <laughs> a couple, oh man, a couple of years ago, when I had the chicken pox, I was running a fever of around 105 degrees, and he he likes to include uh, Fahrenheit. Yeah, it's an international yeah. audience. We have to let people know. There we go. Not not I, Celsius. I prefer Calvin. Calvin. <laughs> 105 Kelvin. Okay, Kel- uh, that would be Kelvin. When it when it gets. <laughs> Uh, I like gets, I, I like Calvin and Hobbes measurement system. There you go. <laughs> when it gets around there, you hallucinate, and I did. I was napping on the couch one afternoon while I was sick and woke up. 
started talking to my mom and then freaked out. I saw five foot six tall. No, I saw five. Multi- I saw okay. five six foot tall. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, I didn't know if you misplaced. There's a comma there. I should have asked for somebody <laughs> hooked on like punctuation. Six, I saw five. He's very, he's very specific on the height of the monkeys. They are exactly five foot six inches tall. <laughs> Anyway, I saw saw five six-foot-tall multicolored squirrels coming for me. They were so horrifying, and I was trying to fight them off, but they just kept on attacking. As my family was laughing, and I was screaming like a little girl, I really thought they were going to eat me like an acorn. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the end. True story, too. Thanks, Jake. P.S. Nobody's Listening is the bed podcast ever. (laughs) It's the bed podcast. (laughs) That's my new tagline. <laughs> That's what we're doing. It's the bed. Never mind, stalkers. It's the it's bed it's podcast. The, it's the podcast for the bed. All right. At least you know what? At least he wasn't going to get stored into a tree like an acorn. <laughs> he was going to get eaten like an acorn. Many animals eat things, but very few animals store things in trees. I just love the the, the theme of this show. One of the sub themes seemed to be how little parents actually care about their kids, and uh, and you know, with you and your kid and your parents leaving you in the church. In the in the demon infested Mason's temple, <laughs> and then uh, and then this guy's family's laughing at him while he, he's he's screaming. He's in sheer terror. He's fighting off six foot or five foot six inch squirrels. And uh, and guys, guys, you see them squirrels? Well, see them I, I emailed him back because I don't know. One time though, I was in my backyard and I must have been about five, and I looked up in the tree in my neighbor's tree, and there were monkeys running around in the in the in the trees, and I must have been hallucinating too because they were real monkeys, like monkeys from the zoo, and with red butts and the whole thing. And uh, I never heard anything about why the monkeys were there. I never told anybody. I guess it might have been a dream, but I don't think I was hallucinating. And the monkeys weren't attacking me, and they weren't trying to eat me like a banana. So it's just it's just weird. If you've ever hallucinated or seen something as a child that nobody else saw, email me. I'll draw you a picture. All right. That, back to the monkeys eating you like <clears throat> a banana. Yeah. Uh, once and many animals eat things. But they could have peeled you like a banana, right. and that would be scarier. Much but, in the same sense that storing you in a tree would be scarier than eating you, because any animal can eat you. That's sure. true. You know, and monkeys. If if I had, if he had tried to eat me like a monkey would eat a banana, monkeys open bananas the opposite way that we do. Whoa, that's right. So he would have started with my feet, and I would have been mm-hmm. alive while he tried to eat me. So, very very scary. Not unlike scary. what a raptor would do in Jurassic Park. All right. Um, Wolfgang writes, uh, has everybody read one? Josh, have you read one? Uh, I, that was me. That okay, was Josh. Dago, read Wolfgang. It's nice and short. He's a new Wolfgang guy. Wolfgang writes. Evidently, Wolfgang writes. That should be I'm a very happy for you, Wolfgang. Wolfgang, <laughs> I'm proud. Is this Wolfgang Puck? I came here because of Scott, but I think I might stay. How long can you stay? <laughs> <laughs> the recap song concept blows my mind. I'm glad for that, Wolfgang. I Wolfgang, I'm gonna read your. I'm gonna read it like a loving host would, because <laughs> the rock stars they they're so cavalier about everything. I'm, uh, I'm above that. <laughs> Wolfgang uh, writes, "I came here because of Scott, and I think I might stay." Thanks, dude. The recap song blows <laughs> my mind. That's awesome. Thank you. You've made my day, and that's really sincere. It truly is. 
Devin from Gardner, Massachusetts <laughs> writes, Hey, James, I found your podcast through ELR. Who hasn't? We didn't even have listeners before that. And I have to say that I dig it. Good. Get on my website and literally dig, like D-I-double-G it. Uh, good concept with the life stories and the whatnot and the anywho. I have a story for you. It's short, but I believe it's noteworthy. Here it is. Man, that was like three sentences of buildup. Let me try and save some semblance of dignity here by explaining how I wear my pants. Whoa. Wow. Good <laughs> those, stories start like those, that. Yeah. <laughs> those ELR guys, man, they really got it going on. The shorts I wore on the fateful day were very long, and I kept them buckled up just over my belly button. Wow. That's not the direction I thought they would be going. Not necessary. Yeah. <laughs> just over my belly button. That's old people and pastors right there. That's the only two people that do that. But anyway, on to the horrible event of 9.15 a.m. Wow. Specificity. I was sitting at my desk trying to stay awake and I sneezed. Not really an odd happening where I work as the air recirculates everyone didn't, everyone's dead skin cells back in the air. However, I felt something odd happen around my waist. So I spent the... Wait a minute. I lifted my shirt and to my horror, I discovered my belt had snapped. Dun, dun, dun! During the aforementioned nasal evacuation. So I spent the rest of the day keeping my shorts up with my gut or walking with my hands in my <laughs> pockets, nonchalantly keeping them up that way. Just thought I'd share that with you. Keep up the unique podcast you got going. It's very interesting and very entertaining. See, the problem they don't realize is I'm from the ghetto area of my town. I live and work and, and drive around here, and I see that all the time. And so the idea of somebody holding their pants up with their hands or with their, their gut is, is just something I'm, I take for granted. Matter of fact, um, I am under the impression that most gangsters, most gang members are magicians because they practice the levitation of the belt line. I don't understand when I see the bottom of that shirt tail and I see the pants begin there, like midway down the knee. I, I just wonder, are you, do you have the devil working with you? on this and if so doesn't he have better things to do than to help you stay fully clothed but i'm thinking they might wear suspenders underneath those cool shirts that's my theory it's like the uh, sock straps the police wear yeah <laughs> do they <laughs> yeah oh, oh yeah i've thought about getting some of those but they just look so bad like in uh <laughs> what's that movie uh uh hot fuzz where they they throw the guy's pant legs back, and he's wearing those garter things. It's just like the most unmanly thing you could ever wear. But I'm attracted to the the idea of not having my socks all the way down in my church shoes after a good Sunday. So, Especially if you have big ankles. I agree. Yeah. Um, Rose writes something. Who wants to read that one? Let's start back up at the top with Josh. All right, here we go. She was from last week, and she did a great one last time, so I'm looking forward to this. Okay, here's a story for you. It's because you liked my other. And she writes the word cuz, C-U-Z, to save space. And there's a smiley face. I'm definitely obsessed with an actor. But not spelling. Oh, but not spelling, (laughs) yes. Leave Rose alone. ABC check, darling. I'm definitely obsessed with an actor named Jared uh, (laughs) Pedelke? Yeah. Pedelecki. Pedelecki? Pedelecki. You, you know James, the guy from Supernatural. I don't even know Thank that you. show, but anyway, go ahead. You know James. She says you know James. You <laughs> yeah, because I watch Teeny Bopper shows. Yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. Sam. That should give it away. Well, I have a pic of him in my locker. One day, I believe, okay, I believe, okay, 
I believe what she's trying to say here is one day I kissed it, but it says one day kiss it. I leaned in and tripped. <laughs> I had a small bucket of nerds up in my locker and accidentally bumped them with my head. My they fell into the hard hallway everywhere. Kids, <laughs> kids were walking Just by. Just when you thought it couldn't get worse, yeah. <laughs> nerds come out. Kids were walking by and one tripped. He tried to reach out for his friend, but he fell too, and so on. Kind of like a domino effect. That well, darn Jared Padelki. <laughs> Look at the chaos you have caused, a.k.a. Sam. He made her stumble, James, and that's against what we believe. Mm. I had to clean it up and then go to the principal's office and had to explain how it happened. And he just looked at me and said, you need help. Get a therapist. <laughs> That's my I favorite just, part of High School Musical when those two kids are doing that performance, and she says that was just disturbing. Go see, go see a counselor. Anyway, go ahead. I, I need to watch that movie now. It is but, great. Uh, I just sighed and put my hand over my head. The only thing I was worried about was telling my parents. Rose, hmm. <laughs> that was fantastic, Rose. Oh my gosh. Uh, Not like a- no. Tainted Glory's got a couple of them. Uh, why don't you take the first one there, Day? Hey, NLCast. My name's Tainted Glory. I'm a pretty good fan of Scott Johnson, and I saw your podcast, and I listened to it. Then Scott told his pee story, so I figured I would tell a funny story about when I had to get a physical. I was about nine years old, never got a physical before, so I went to the bathroom with, the, with this cup in my hands. Sat there, filled the cup, and walked back to the room with the cup. Now my doctor and dad laughed at me and I couldn't find out why. So I asked them and they said I was supposed to turn the pee cup into a small window in the bathroom. Because he's a nurse. magician. You're magically supposed to turn the <laughs> pee cup into a small window. Go! <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! I am only four. Glass. I can't do it. I can't do it. Have you, uh, let's stop the email for a minute because that's the funniest part anyway. I mean, let's talk a little bit about pee sampling because... It's terrible. It's a terrible thing. I don't know about girls. I don't even care about the girls. But for us guys, it's hard to get it started, and it's hard to stop it before the cup is full. All right? So I just want to say that, and I don't want to say anything else. Let's move to Catherine at the bottom because we're running out of time. The year me and my younger brother were allowed to play with fireworks was supposed to be a happy one. On the 4th of July, we were in the backyard with my parents, and I was lighting and throwing firecrackers into my neighbor's yard. And uh, while my brother attempted to spell his name with a sparkler... I've heard a spell on your name in the snow, but anyway, the firecrackers were old and some didn't go off when they should have. They'd go off too late, so I lit one and I it went off in my hand. And my brother, um, he he took time to stop and laugh at my distress. And while he did that, he put the sparkler up over his heads and the sparks kept flying. One landed on top of his head. He told me later that he thought he smelled popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> he, he now sports a bump and a premature bald spot on his head at the age of 15. I love instant karma, Catherine. So I do too. Instant justice good. is great. That is awesome. Well, that is all of that. We do have some voicemails, but unfortunately we're out of time. We're going to play those at the end of the show. Um, and we're going to also do the recap song at the end of the show. Guys, I'd like to thank you for being with us today. It was awesome. And I'd love to have you back sometime, but we need to get Paul on here so we can, if we run out of stories and stuff, we can just pick on him. Absolutely. <laughs> definitely. Oh, dude, we, we can definitely pick we, on we Paul. We have a host of stories. That's why definitely. Paul exists, is to pick on. 
Him and Nick both both exist for for that reason. Stalkers. <laughs> they, I just feel like I'm gonna have <laughs> I'm gonna have Nick on eventually. Nick for the for our listeners that don't know Nick, it's Rockstar Paul's brother, and he's also the one that was the main focus of uh, I don't remember what episode, but it was the killer killer salsa. killer salsa. Absolutely, he was the poor kid that thought he was gonna die, and he's all grown up now and tattooed. But um, anyway, just a few things before we go. Don't forget to check out Secret Sobriety at myspace.com slash secret sobriety. You can also check the show notes on uh, my website, nlcast.com, for more information on them and possibly, hopefully, a downloadable song so you can check out their awesome rocking outness. Um, you can email us your yeah. stories at nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. You can call us on the Nobody's Calling line at 206 206- 600-5704 and don't forget to go by iTunes and give us a review. We've gotten more than Scott Johnson has. That's what he told us last week and I, though I don't want to outdo him in anything I am happy that we have so many so you know, give us a review all you new ELR people. What good are you? What good are you if you just come over for the Scottness and then you don't stay and participate? Yeah. So get involved Dead Gumya you bunch of wild geeks I, I'm I'm one of them, so I can make fun of them. It's like you can't make fat jokes unless you're fat, so I, I can. So Anyway, next week we will bring you another show, Monday. Every Monday on StickCam you can join us, so get on stickcam.com slash NLCast, or slash profile slash NLCast I think is what it is. You can check us out on MySpace at myspace.com slash NLCast and hang out after the show for a little recap song and a few of our voicemails. Till next week. We're so glad that Secret Sobriety could join us, but it's not going to matter because nobody's, nobody's listening. listening. Look at you guys. You got it. You did it. You're the did first. it sink? Yes. Dude, that's awesome. I was hoping it would. That's why I did it early. No way. You guys are smarter than I gave you credit for. That is awesome. Awesome. James, that, that's because I, I am a fan of, of the show, my friend. That's the see. Oh. It's what the world's been waiting for. The recap song. Nobody's listening, episode 35. 35. Should have been on stick camp because it was better live. We had some guys from Secret Sobriety join our show. Join our show and it was real cool. They told a couple stories and did a couple weekly updates and they kept me up way too late. The show's not as long as it was last week, and that's great. But Scott Johnson, he deserved a little more time. Sure he did. But Secret Sobriety rocks hard, and you should listen to their good guitar and their drums, and even their bass players, okay? I mean, he's a little weird looking, but you can't hold that against him. Get on my space and look them up, and you will know that I was not pulling your leg there, good. They rock so great, and that's so cool. It's so cool, it's totally rad. One told story about a time he was at a five-star hotel with a friend that didn't know how to lie. And they got asked why they were there. Hey, are you checked in here? But they didn't care. No, we don't care. And they tried to run through Pan's Labyrinth, and they got pulled over by the same old gent. 
And he said, I'm gonna tell your parents And again, they didn't care Um, they're down there in the bar They like to drink alone And they even tried to pull out And lay rubber down on the parking lot Outside the hotel And they didn't care about the respect That they should have had For the little lad Who couldn't be a cop also known as a security guard. Security guard. Told you. But that's the life of a rock star. Party like a rock star. Yeah. Party like a rock star. Yeah. Then we had some emails about some big giant monkeys trying to attack. Or was it squirrels? I can't remember that well. That's why you need to sleep more than two hours a night. So were there five six foot monkeys or was there five six inch monkeys? They weren't monkeys. I don't remember. Or was it squirrels? I'm having trouble recalling. It was just a few minutes ago, dude. Gosh. But the point is when your son's hallucinating, it's not time to start celebrating because he might need to go to a doctor and get some help. Our son is terrified. Look! When a giant squirrel comes into your house, it's not time to grab the video camera and check it out. It might be time to get some pills and invest in some counseling. Your parents hate you. How do you feel about that? There were lots of other things in the show, but we're trying to cut it short because I've got to go. So if I didn't mention you in this song, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Sorry, very sorry. And there is nothing left to say. As I'm glad Secret Sobriety could join me today. And I'm glad that all the people in the stick cam were here as well. As well, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a short recap song today, and that's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, James, it's Trevor Ratface from the forums. I just had a quick story I wanted to email in to you here. As you know, we, uh, me and my wife and my family just moved into a new house here, and the other, and there, we've had a, a big bug problem here in Alberta. Uh, little aphids have been just kind of overtaking everything in the world. So what uh, my wife did was on the back deck, which is a concrete deck, she put one of those little bug light things, uh, one of those things that's it's green and it goes around in circles, and you burn it and it slowly burns through, uh, you know, it inputs out the smoke that the bugs stay away from. Well, uh, my daughter went out to play the other day, so I took the uh, little bug thing that was burning because the wife had left it uh, left it burning from earlier, and I I decided, well, I didn't, you know, I got to make sure that I'm safe and you know keep keep it safe for my daughter. So what I did was I took it up from the uh, from the deck, the concrete deck, which was you know nice and non-flammable, and put it up on the windowsill, and it's like you know what, you'll be okay there. And you know she went out and played, and and then I left uh, you know and did my own thing, and when I went outside. And had dis- and discovered that the the uh, the coil had burned around to the other side of it, and was now attempting to catch my brand new house on fire. There's actually a little black section there where where it was actually smoldering. So in 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 the hopes of protecting my daughter, I attempted to burn down my house. So I guess the uh, the name of that story would be uh, Trevor is a bonehead. So. Anyway, take care and talk to you later. Bye for now. Hey, James, this is Jeff. Thanks for playing my story on your show. Just wanted to clear a few things up for you and your American listeners. Uh, First of all, I'm not from the UK. I'm from Australia. That's the place where the Poms used to send their convicts. Uh, The second thing is a ute is a short for 
the words utility vehicle, which I think you guys call a pickup truck. And the last thing is a kilometer is the measurement people use for distance in the rest of the world. Really enjoyed the Scott Johnson episode. Uh, he's a really funny bloke. Um, I fully understand about the button and the shipping costs, uh, but I'm quite excited about getting a drawing from Scott. So thanks for the show, and uh, thanks again, mate. Bye. Hi, nobody's listening. This is Connie from Ohio. Uh, I wanted to share a story about uh, when I was still single and living with my folks. Um, my maiden name starts with the word pink, and another word is attached to it, so it becomes a very strange last name. And uh, whenever I say it on the telephone, people would say, could you spell that? Because that's business speak for, I can't have heard it right because it sounds very strange. So anyway, um, my dad always spelled it P as in Peter, I-N-K, blank, 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 blank. And I always said pink, like the color, blank, 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 blank. So my stepmother had been hearing dad and I spell our names in these two different ways for years. And uh, one time she had to make a telephone order, and she said, uh, they said, could you spell your last name? And she said, P, like the color, blank, 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 blank. And I'm listening to this, and I went, did she just say P, like the color? And she's so innocent. She's one of these little, old, fluffy, white-haired ladies that she never would have thought of that. So it just was really, really funny coming out of her mouth especially. Anyway, thanks for letting me share. Hey, this is Dana in Wyoming, and I know you guys have a warning about your podcast. I'm a fairly new listener, and so I've been listening to the old ones and catching up and while I listen to the new ones, too. But today, you almost made me laugh myself horseless. I was moving cattle about 70 miles southwest of Sundance, Wyoming, and uh, was listening to episode 19. If you'll recall, that was the Butt Cream podcast. Burst out laughing. Uh, my horse had no idea what was going on. Jumped sideways. I almost fell off, and then I laughed even harder. Um, the cattle turned around and looked at me like I'd lost my mind, and that was my day. So uh, thanks for keeping us laughing out here in the sticks, and uh, keep up the good work. It's nice to have a humorous podcast that I can actually let my 12-year-old son listen to. Take care, and God bless. Hey, this is Jason, and I'm embarrassed to admit it but I don't know the numbers on the keyboard either. I'm a professional pianist, and in high school, I played the piano all the time, and everybody knew that. And in my typing class, it was the last thing we learned, and I think that's why it's so hard for us. We've already learned the whole keyboard, and we've given up. And the rest of the kids made fun of me, because not only was I the slowest typist, I never could get the numbers right, yet I was a pianist, and it's been the easiest for me. Love the podcast. Do you drool over the latest cutting-edge technology? Are you the first in line for the latest sci-fi movie? Do you stay up late at night playing video games? Do you consider being called a geek a badge of honor? Then you should listen to Geek Cred. Steve Rickyberg gives you the inside scoop on everything geek. From tech to sci-fi to games, you name it, we geek it. Geek Cred. Are you geeking up? To download and subscribe, visit www.geekcred.net and get your geek on. 
welcome to my podcast, all about the news that you missed. MikeThinksNews.com I produce a new show twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday. I cover technology, science, and current events. MikeThinksNews.com I give you the news with my opinion and give you something to think about yourself. I always keep it clean, I always make it informative, and I always make sure it's a whole lot of fun. MikeThinksNews.com Come give it a listen and hear the news that matters to you from someone who doesn't confuse energy with vulgarity and knows you can be passionate without being crude. MikeThinksNews.com Better go subscribe now before this one passes you by. www.MikeThinksNews.com This cast is part of the Geek Media www.thegeekmedia.com